In 81, he was 21. He called the water his own. All right, look, man, we're getting ready to go. Throw the bow lines off first. Fishing. Because I am the goddamn captain of this boat. Drinking. We can't forget about smoking. Thinking about how crazy this life feels. Because, you know, what about getting high and getting drunk? Running on empty. Some kind of goddamn podcast or something. With Mr. Windy. Uh, somebody else made that, and, uh, you know, I mean, I can burp, and I can burp two or three tones, you know, low up to high, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, I don't do that uh, like a moose or whatever, but uh, but here's what I want to tell you about Thanksgiving yesterday. Yesterday was a great Thanksgiving, you know. We did all the stuff that I like. I did turkey, mashed potatoes and gravy, green bean casserole, and stuffing. There's no yams. There's no uh, cranberry sauce and uh, all the other stuff they do. That I, I, I've got to them four things right there. So I'm walking down to my buddy's house, next door neighbor, because he and I, he lives alone and I live alone. And we elected to go in-house on everything we bought for Thanksgiving. So I'm walking down there to bring him <clears throat> the turkey because we're going to cook it at his house because he got a full-size oven. Mine's one of those little ones, motherfuckers. Well, I'm going down there, and I hear this sound, and it sounds like a car being dropped off of a building and hitting the ground. That's the sound I hear. Then I hear brakes. I was like, wait, wait, wait. This is not adding up. The sound first, and then the brakes. So I go down there, and he and I are getting our turkey's all done. It's all cooked. And I tell him, I say, his name's Norm. I said, Norm, something just happened out there on the road. What? What? I said, I don't know. I heard the noise and this. Well, I call that corner up there, and you've been on it. There is, it's on a four-lane highway. And cars are doing 55, and the ones that ain't obeying the speed limit are doing much more than that. So whenever I cross that road, I've almost been run down three times on my side. And it's because there's a U-turn there. On the highway, it's a legal U-turn. There's even a sign that says U-turn right here. But when you cross that road, you look for the cars coming down the highway, you start crossing, and then somebody is making the U-turn. And you and I made that U-turn. Remember when that one car came up on us quick? Because uh, you, you think you're going all right, but they're doing, it's supposed to be 55, but they're doing 75, maybe fucking 80 coming down that road. They don't give a fuck. There's no cops around. So that's the other day, you and me, and I see them coming past on our right. I was like, yep. I call that U-turn dead man's curve, even though it's a U-turn. And so I've had the horn blown at me several times because I, I went through the traffic when they were coming down the highway, but then people on the U-turn catch up to you quick because they have to haul ass like you and me did. You're stepping on the gas. You're getting up to 50 in about 100 feet. <clears throat> so I hear this crunch yesterday. Then I hear the brakes. Now, I go down to Norm's house. We got the turkey all done. Got our, everything's all ready. <clears throat> and then I look up and the um, Florida Highway Patrol is in my park. And they're walking around with a picture. And he says to me, do you recognize this person? And I said, hold on a minute. What, what is that? He said, somebody who we believe lives in here. 
just got run over out there on the, the 41 on a bicycle. And I was like, oh my God, right off the bat, dead man. If you're on a bicycle, I have to run a full sprint to get across that road. Even when there's, even when you see a break in the cars, if you're on a bicycle, you have to have a running start and just blow right through the cars. And sure enough, they went down, talked to a lady who looked at the picture and even led them to the house where the guy lives. And, uh, yeah, it's one of my neighbors named John that I see all the time. And, uh, he was on a bicycle and he tried to cross that road and he got, ended up getting crushed by a car. And when I was getting my turkey ready, uh, my dish going back to watch a football game, Cowboys, boys, that's another story. Uh, yeah, he made that and it's on Thanksgiving, man. God, he's probably going across the street to the grocery store. Man, I feel bad for him. But I don't want that to be part of this. Okay, so forget about that. I'm just telling you about Dead Man's Curve. It tried to get me three times. It, it never has got me, but I have to be really, really careful. Well, it got somebody else yesterday on a bike, and I would, I would never try that. I would, if I'd have seen him on a bike going across, I'd say, hey, hey, don't try to cross that four lanes on a bicycle. You'll get hit by a car. But anyway, I didn't, Then he didn't, and it's in the news. It's on the news. But anyway, uh, where's my what you do? Uh, what else am I going to tell you about? Uh... You know, Chow, I'm from Texas. I was born in Connecticut, but yes, I was raised in Texas. I am my Yankee father's rebel son. Okay, fine. Uh, there is a, in the news now, there's a fertility doctor. You know when a woman goes into one of them doctors where they artificially inseminate them with whatever sperm I guess they may have chosen from wherever? You know what I mean? This is what I want and all this stuff. This guy done put his own stuff in 70 different women before they caught him. Se yeah, yeah, child, it's bad. And it's over and you should, you should look it up. He's a fertility doctor in Texas. 70 women that he, they just said, here's, here's, well, oh, here's, this is the stuff. Okay, let me go put it in the horse shringe or whatever they call them. Like what you pull up uh, Thanksgiving Day. Turkey baster. Turkey baster. Let me go put it in the turkey baster. And then he runs off and comes back in a minute. Here you go. There you go. You're ready. They have the baby. Sure don't look like the guy that I bought. You know, but this kid. And then they find out 70 kids later that this guy's putting his stuff in there. Instead Wait a of minute. The women look at pictures before they pick the sperm? Uh, no, no. They, yeah, I think so. Then you're not going to be able to do it. What? Then you're not going to be able I'm to do it. I'm not doing that. What, what? Do what? Donate sperm. Who said I was doing that? I thought you said. Are you sure I can shed me? You said I you were going to go with Gentry's plans from now on. Yeah, yeah, no. I listed stipulations. Number one, a pretty girl. All right. And a blindfold and some whiskey. If you're going to have a blindfold, why do you need a pretty girl? Because I can't be, because I got to look at her first when I put the blindfold on. What if there's a swippy swappy when the blindfold goes on? That shit will piss me off. <sighs> that will, if I pull the blindfold off and it's some fucking cow, you know, and uh, that ain't her hand. Or Larry. Oh, God. No, oh, no. Okay, that would be bad, yeah. Uh, okay, well, I won't, I, I'll leave the blindfold off then, but yeah, no. No, no, no. You're not, you, you just don't walk in. And so if you can do that, if you can walk into a place 
with lights on and I don't give a goddamn what kind of movie you're watching or whatever. And all of a sudden, and you don't think people are watching you somehow, some way, camera in the flower pot or some shit. There ain't no shit. No, no fucking way. No. So, yeah, no, I never, no, not me. But, um, so, you know, uh, what Trump's doing now, he didn't get to get the Michigan lawmakers to say uh, the election was rigged. Now it's going to be, and throw it out. So now he's in Pennsylvania doing the same thing. Pennsylvania, he's trying to tell them, listen, throw the votes out. What's that guy fucking, what, what's, what's wrong with him? I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. You, lo- you lost. You lost, you know. Fuck, you, fuck, well, you remember when uh, George Bush and Al Gore were going at it? Uh-huh. And Bush lost. And he started fucking crying at home. They showed him, with the, hey, he couldn't believe he lost to Al Gore. Then they start this bullshit here in Florida, on and on and on and on. And uh, and so he shouldn't even, he, George Bush shouldn't even been president, but he lucked his way in. And uh, and so Trump is now, Trump, talking about fraud, it was a fraud when he got elected. It was a fraud when George Bush got elected. The last time I can remember when it wasn't a fraud was when Ronald Reagan was elected. And he ran against Walter Mondale, and he got every state except Minnesota, because Mondale was from Minnesota. But yeah, Ronald Reagan got every state, and uh, so we got that guy killed eight times higher. The car crashes, the car crashes here in Florida every day, every day. The guy getting run over on a bike, but there's car crashes everywhere. I don't know what's going on. Now the one you see on the news. Two young boys, 10 and 12 years old, their parents got into a fight in Cape Coral and got pissed off and the father drove the car into the canal on purpose. And then him and his wife got out of the car and both the kids fucking drowned. One, one the neighbor pulled out of the car, but he died in the hospital. But both of them. Both kids now, these are criminal charges. This is what's going on. This is what I have to watch crap going on. 2,000 people now are dying every day from coronavirus. And the CDC says it could be eight times higher than what's being reported. That's how, you want to talk about fraud? Holy shit, CDC, that fucking fraud. So those two fucking boys are gone. Oh, my God. Let's see. I got to try to remember. Oh. Some of the people listen to my show, I don't need you. They heard me tell Gentry two weeks ago that there's no fucking way that I'm going to pull my wood out and donate it. And so now look who's a sponsor. Southwest Florida Fertility Center. They want me to talk good about them. I'll talk good about them. You can do that. You can go there and you can say, here's their phone number and you can call them and you can go in there and I don't know if they give you money you just, yeah, but you got you got to diddle yourself. I guess I don't know, but I, but the, so here they are. They're a sponsor of the goddamn show because I was bad mouthing doing that, and now they said, ha, 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 we think that's funny. So yeah, Southwest Florida Fertility Center, and they got two and a half stars. What does that mean? Got cameras in the flowers. And here's some uh, here's some reviews from this place. It's a sponsor of mine uh, from Jet Abella. I don't know who that is. Very rude receptionist 
They got they give them one star. Why are these people even in this business? Now this doctor will lose another patient. Good luck with your nastiness. Okay, well that's I don't know what they're being rude about. Here's another one from Jessica Figueroa. I ask a question and the guy says, I don't know. I'm just uh, the answering service. Oh my God. Okay, so that's what is right. Bridget. I don't know how you say her name. Updike. God. Phone service is awful. My husband and I have both called and the phone rang about three to four times and hung up. Yeah, you know, I, I have people like that too. No answer service, no person answer. So how are you supposed to go there and do what you got to do if they won't even answer the goddamn phone? Southwest Florida Fertility Center. Two and a half stars. Uh, review summary. I don't know. Fuck, one is all the way up. Well, two is nothing. Three is a little bit. Five is about halfway. Two and a half stars. Share share your experience. I, I, I'm not, I can't do that, man. You can share your experience afterwards. I go out for five minutes. Are you in here dogging the sponsor? No, I'm just reading this thing, which is part of my news right here. You, Gentry, how do they become a sponsor? Two weeks ago, I was telling Gentry I would never do that. Walk into some place and play with yourself and, and leave your shit wherever the fuck they want you to fucking And then hand it to them and what? Uh, clean yourself up? And walk out the door? What about the people looking at you? What are they? Do they know what you just did? What about the women customers? Do they do that? No, they come there to get the sperm. They don't have a man, but they want a hey, baby. Hey, hey, hey. I used to remember a damn good cartoon one time. There's two old ladies running out of a fucking sperm bank with two big fucking bags of fucking sperm. They were laughing and joking. Hell yeah, the fucking motherfuckers would rob the sperm bank. I guess they're going to go do something. But I don't know. I don't even want to think about what they're going to do with it. They're going to take these off. Two old ladies robbed the sperm bank. But then, anyway, but same thing with fucking, oh, here I go on them again. My pillow. Well, guess what? Me uh, telling my pillow, because I called them. And uh, their commercials ain't on TV anymore. They were on every half hour or more than that. My pillow. Well, I ain't seen it now in two weeks because I called them people. And I told her, I said, y'all need to take your commercial off the air. You goddamn, hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and just like you, I had problems sleeping. I said, who the fuck are you talking to? I don't have problems sleeping. If I did, it sure as fuck ain't because of my fucking pillow. Oh, put your, put your arm under your pillow causing pain. My arm under my pillow don't cause no fucking pain. Who are you talking to? So... I know people who throw their cell phone at the phone, uh, at the TV, and whenever he comes on, they change the channel, I change the channel. I ended up calling them people, and, I, and she said, sir, you don't call up here and tell us to take our commercials off the TV because nobody wants to buy our fucking junk. I said, by God, I just did it. Click. That fucking bitch, can you believe she hung up on me? God damn, you don't, you, she, what do you mean? I'll call you back. I called them back. Sons of bitches wound up getting it to where... Whenever my, they must have done something fancy in their machine. Whenever I'd call on my phone, it'd ring a couple of times and then go to a busy signal. Wouldn't let nobody, because if I keep seeing that commercial, because you can't just say, just like you. What are you, who the fuck are you talking to, just like you? Yeah, my pillow. So, I guess they left. They ain't paying no more. Uh, I'm not bad-mouthing this place where you go in there and, to, I, I don't even, do they even pay you money? Do they pay you money to go in there and play with yourself? 
Now, I would if they if they offer a reasonable, but how do they go about doing that? You got to wait till somebody buys it. I mean, there's 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 you know. Do you think it's like milking a cow where they put that thing on and goes? That would be nice. You know that I could deal with that. If it's one of them cow milkers, you know, and where's my music? Where's my blindfold? I ain't looking. I ain't even unzipping my pants. I'm gonna sit there and. Sit right there where I gotta sit and get comfortable, and I'm blindfold, earphones. I need a couple shots of whiskey. Uh, actually, more than that, and just bring me the bottle and uh, have at it. Hurry up. And if it's for money, yes, I, I uh, you know, I can't, I can't just say, well, <laughs> I'm, I don't want, I don't like money. I do like money. So we will find out about. We're gonna call them. Find out what the process is. I'm not going in there and they say go in that room and, and have fun. Yeah, fuck you. Give me my money first. I want my money first. And uh, how do they determine how much money you get? That's what I'm saying. Is it is uh one person worth more money than another? Because I know some ugly motherfuckers. If, if they're if they're goddamn, I ain't the prettiest son of a bitch on this planet, but I know people, I've seen prettier faces than theirs on the back of an eye done by who is it? Cops are here? Shit. Uh, Take a break. Okay, yeah. Let, let's do that right now because uh, I'm still thinking about my buddy for a minute. I'm not going to think about it for much longer, but, you know, goddamn. How many tables and nobody, there's people missing for Thanksgiving because of the coronavirus? And then, and now you got somebody, he may have been on his way to the store, you know, for Thanksgiving. It's on Thanksgiving. The only one that's open is that Winn-Dixie down the road. Man, and then you got to go go tell his wife. She's the one back there at their trailer. Hey, we got a situation out here on the highway. He died? Oh, yeah, it's in the news. Oh, yeah, creamed him. Creamed him. Just smeared him. Oh, my. I, I don't want to say that. All I know is by the sound. When the highway patrol was walking out is when I had my big platter of turkey all ready. I'm heading to my place. Going to make the gravy, the green bean casserole. It's all made. I'm walking back to my place, and the highway patrol guy's walking by me, coming out of there. And uh, I said, hey, do you have you had any turkey? He said, I'll be having turkey at 6 o'clock. I said, I was going to give you something if you wanted something. I know they're working. And uh, I said, uh, is that still going on out there? He said, yeah, he's still out there. They ain't even got him out of the road yet. That's like 15 minutes later. Oh, my. So... Uh, on one hand, I was tempted to go look. And on the other hand, I don't need them dreams. Holy cow. I got a ditch that I walked by going to the nation's number one retailer. And every time I go by that church, there's people in the back back there. There's like a homeless camp back there. Every time I go by there, I think about what might be going on there. And I look in that ditch. And I'm thinking every time they go by there, like uh, I might see somebody in that. It's a bar ditch. You know, it's about... Small canal, 10 feet wide, two feet deep, but it goes on behind this church. Deep grass in the middle, and I'm like, man, oh man. Because now, there goes one friend of mine from fentanyl. There goes another one getting run over on the highway. Uh, this is all in the last week. Two, two people that I know, and one of them from something I warned him about, which I've warned other people about, and it didn't work. Fentanyl is killing everybody, but they're still doing it. And then now, 
dead man's curve. You go when I cross that road. I'm, I've had the horn bone at me several times. Not when I'm going from my side. It's when you're on the other side coming back this way, and they're making that U-turn. Because now you got to stop in the middle so you don't get hit by a car. Then you got to keep on going. So now you're sitting up. Then you got to time it. Then cars coming down the highway. Then you run between them, and somebody makes that U-turn just like you and me did. And you even said to yourself, oh, sorry, didn't get going fast enough, and then cars come right up on us. Well, when you're trying to cross that road, man, and you're on a bike, Oh man, oh Lord, oh yeah, sorry. I wish I, I wish I would have been able to tell that guy, hey, you can't cross that road on a bike. I can barely cross it running. And, uh, and I'm in a whole lot better shape than you are. So yeah, and I've almost been hit three times. So, but I, I didn't know, I didn't know anybody was trying to cross out there on a bicycle, and but they did, and they got run down, oh Lord. So, I don't know. So, you know, but you know, I already said before. Don't don't even talk about this right here. No, take that right out because I already said before. Yeah, we got. I gotta go. I gotta get down here to the water. You know, I got. I gotta get to the water. I'm gonna take a break. Take a break for a minute and uh, go down here and check it out. And we'll be uh, back in a minute. <laughs> take a break for a minute. Be back in a minute. Actually, be about five minutes. Might even be more than that. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. Analysts consumer access.org number 3030. Running on empty with Mr. Windy. All right, well, the break's over. I walked down to the water. This is very, uh, it's uh, very distracting to me. Right down here, 100 feet away is the river, and there's uh, lots of crab traps and lots of crab boats, and I used to crab on this river right out here. So I walked down to the water. <clears throat> there's coconut trees growing on the, we picked one out, picked a coconut tree. Yeah, it's coconut with a tree growing out of it. Now you can go plant it wherever you want. Have a coconut tree. It's pretty cool. And now to the worst part. That fucking gentry told me last week that we weren't even doing a show this week. And I can't afford to not do any shows. This is we're on vacation. So here we are throwing a show together. And I the cheap son of a bitch. He's but like Joe Scott used to talk about the Beasleys, you know. God damn you, cheap son of a bitch. I gotta see a young know, fuck. I don't know. Not doing a show. Okay, well here we are sitting here playing around, acting like we're doing a goddamn show, which I'm sure ain't gonna be worth shit, you know. So I don't know. I gotta sit there. And, well, I guess I'll just sweat it out. Another week, sweat it out again. Done sweat it out once. I sweat it out again. It's every fucking week. And so now here we are on Thanksgiving vacation, break, everything. And it reminds me of my last vacation. And my last vacation was when I was panning for gold in the hills of California, between California and Nevada, Clipper Mills. You can go there and find gold. Find gold. People, do, they're all over on, on the whole part of the river. They're, they're all panning for gold. Everybody has their own spot. I got smart with this old man I was there with. We put his little boat in the water, and I went into the middle of the river. You know, they're all on the bank. And I dove in the water. This, now, this is in the mountains of California. 
The water's green, like fluorescent. Yeah, but it's good water. It's just the color of it. It's pure from all the pine trees and shit, I guess. I don't know. But uh, like the Loch Ness is in that water. That's the way you think it's deep lakes up there in the... And this uh, Clipper Mills is where there's a used to be a gold mining town. And up that mountain right there is where they used to run the water down to rinse the sand out to get the gold before it runs in. So now after 100 years or 1877, whatever it is, there's still little bits of gold that come down there whenever it rains real hard. So everybody's on the bank on all the sides and they're paying for fucking gold. So I was like, well, there's nowhere for us to get. And I looked around. There's a little boat ramp right over there. I said, Roy, let's go get your little John boy. I said, eh. So we put it out there. There's a little motor going in the middle of that river. And uh, I got a five-gallon bucket. He said, what are you getting ready to do? I said, I'm going to jump high. I said, how deep is this water? God damn, son. got to be 10 feet. I was like, that's, uh, that's about a, limit. A, sea, a swimming pool is 12 feet. So I'm like, man, I can, I can go 10 feet, you know, just for a shot at doing anything. So I jumped in that water, but here's what I did not expect. That water that's up in them mountains in California, that shit is cold. Even on a hot summer day, if you ain't never jumped in it, I'm just going to jump in and go down there and get me some sand in, the, in this lake in the Clipper Mills, California, in the mountains. And uh, here's what it does. And another crabbing boat. You know, look. Damn it. They're fucking... We got to get a boat in some trash. But anyway. Um, so I, it takes your breath away. You literally can't breathe. And all I could say was, Roy, this water is cold. <laughs> but then you, get, you start getting used to it. And I'm already in the water now. Now I'm used to it. And I took me a deep fucking breath and I filled that bucket up with water and I headed for the fucking bottom. And I got, I didn't know where I was, but I was running out of air. I had to turn around and I wasn't even sure if I didn't get to the bottom that how I was going to get back up. I, I knew I'd be letting the bucket go. Then all of a sudden the bucket's in front of me <clears throat> like a diver. And the bucket hits the bottom and all I could do was just turn and grab some sand and then put my feet down by the bucket and push back off. Back up. So I'm, my air now is running out. You know when you're, you got to start letting a little bit of air out a little bit at a time. But you ain't going to have no more coming in. So you got to do something. I'm already letting out. By the time I got to the top, I was almost gulping water. But I had me a bucket of that fucking sand. And it, not a bucket. It's about a third of the bucket. But anyway, it's, nobody's been out there panning for gold. They're all on the bank. You're doing it on the bank. So we take that thing. All that people are looking at us. I got to get back in the boat. Put that bucket in the boat. And he takes, he's like, you fucking nuts. Yeah, you fucking I said, I want to try something. So we take that fucking bucket of sand back up the boat ramp over there. And we didn't have one of them fancy pans. When you're uh, panning for gold, it's like an oval-shaped pan. that they do a certain swirl. We didn't have nothing like that. So now what am I going to do? The only thing I could find was a hubcap. He had an old Jeep. The old Jeep had one of them old, it ain't oval, but it's round and I can do like they do and start swirling it. So I start swirling that sand, nothing doing. You see shit, you see it looks like dust. They used to say that too. Yeah, yeah, so <clears throat> throw that up. I'm looking for what this old man showed me. It's one of the spots where RV is on the river that comes into where I was at, where I was out in the middle of. He had a little vial with little nuggets in it. And then they showed, and when you're at the general store, Clipper Mills General Store, they have an uh, article in the newspaper back there where this one lady found a piece of quartz quartz that had gold in it and it was worth 25 fucking thousand dollars she found it on that bank like finding a fucking fancy rock 
like a, a Petoskey stone. Only it's turned to damn near diamond. So, 25,000. So, those are out there. It's a thrill of the chase right there. That's what I wanted. So, anyway, I'm going along, going along, going along. And all of a sudden, I'm moving that thing around. It didn't do like it's supposed to. This goes that way, that goes that way. I'm just moving it around, looking. You know, they throw that out, look, throw that out. I'm thinking if they can find it on the bank, I can find something in the middle. Well, sure shit, and I shit you not. All of a sudden, a fucking chunk starts to appear. And I said, oh, what's this, Roy? What's this? And it wound up being about the size of a fucking pea. Pea, and it fucking, that's, a, that's gold right there. I'm looking at it. That, and I just went out this bucket. I'm not even done with what I got. So I'm looking at it, and I show it to him. He said, well, I'll be goddamned. And then he takes it, and he throws it out in the river. He took it out. He said, let me tell you something, boy. You need to learn a hard lesson on that right there. I'm mad as fuck because I got cold water and everything. I said, what the fuck are you that for? He said, many a man has died over that right there. I said, died over what? You threw my fucking gold back. He said, that's not gold, boy. That's fool's gold. That's fool's gold right there. He said, it's a lie. I said, I don't give a fuck. It sure looked real to me. That's what I told him. That's my fool's gold. And the vacation came to an end one day. I was there with his grandson. We were there helping him cut down redwood trees and turn them into picnic tables on his property. But his grandson wouldn't work no more. So he kicked him off the property. And, and kicked him out. Told him to hit the road. Well, I came there with him. So I'm sitting there throwing my stuff in my car. That old man, Roy, come out there. He said, uh, where are you going? I said, well, you told Ted to leave. And I came here with Ted. So I figured if Ted's got to leave, I better leave too. You know what he told me? He said, I'll be goddamned. And he grabbed my shit out of my fucking trunk of my car and brought it back into his house. And I ended up staying there for another six months with that old man building them fucking tables. You know what he would do? He would chop down a chunk about eight foot long out of a redwood tree. And then using a chainsaw and a chisel and all that, all the different shit he had, the hand saw this and drill hole that, he would build a picnic table with no nails, no screws, no nothing. It's all wood, dowel pins and shit like that. Then he would sell them down there at that general store where you can sell gold. With that lady I told you about, about that quartz. And uh, yeah, he gets $700 for one of them tables. It would take him one week to build one. And he'd take it right down there. So that's what I was helping him build was them tables. And he's one of them ones like Arthur, Arthur, 7 o'clock in the morning. He says, we're going to drink a beer? I said, oh, okay, Roy, if you say so. You know, back in them days, he drank Shaper. It's like almost like water. But uh 7 o'clock in the morning, we're drinking a beer, getting ready to go cut down a fucking tree and make it, build a table. So I did that for six months, but that's my vacation. Because I went there to find gold. And I found gold. And he threw it back in the water. And we never went back down there. So I know it's there. So I got to get back there. So that was my last vacation, was panning for gold in California. Oh, I forgot to tell you something, child. This is a true story. While I'm hunting these squirrels, we decide that he's going to take the Jeep and he's going to go up one side of this road that goes higher in, up the side of this mountain and see if there's any squirrels. And I was going to walk on the lower road. So I'm walking on the lower road and all of a sudden I hear a crunching. Crunch, 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 crunch. I was like, what the fuck? It was coming down the side of the mountain. So I went over there and got behind a tree and I almost committed the cardinal sin and started shooting at something I don't see. There's something, something coming down this thing that's right there. But I didn't do it. I sat right there, and guess what stepped out of there? A fucking giant fucking brown bear. 
There's a fucking brown bear. You know, I got a fucking 22. Shit. You know what that thing did? It stood up on its fucking hind legs and smelling the fucking air. And I just took off running. And I tell you what, I was running. Six million dollar man didn't have shit on me that day. That's how fast I was running. I expected while I was running to be drugged down from behind. And now you're supposed to shut up while they're eating you. So they'll think you're dead. And I ain't going to be able to do that. I just ran, you know. You know, Daniel Boone was a man. Yeah, but the bear was bigger, so he ran, you know, like whoever up a tree. Yeah, and that's that's my story on my last vacation. Yeah, go find gold, have my gold thrown back out in the creek where I almost had a heart attack because the water was so fucking cold. That wa- And then when I dove to the bottom, <clears throat> that water was even way colder. When you get down deep, shit, goddamn... So anyway, get out of the water, find some gold, have it thrown back in the water, then go hunting in the woods and come across a goddamn giant, I don't know how much they weigh, but if you was gauging by a cow, I'll bet that was about a 3,000 pound fucking brown, I don't know. No, I don't think it was a grizzly bear. I think they look a lot meaner. Brown bear looks mean like a black bear, but grizzly, I think it's one that looks like a tiger or a lion. Their hair is different, grizzly. They're like, well, you know, like grizzly, like a porcupine, giant porcupine-like. Anyway. That's my last vacation uh, out of California. Back to my grandmother's, go for a visit, and then head on back to Florida. Go back shrimping, go back crabbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worked for Hooters for 10 years. Go back shrimping, go back crabbing. And uh, here I am again. And now somebody wants to, oh, well, we're going to take, take a break. Yeah, let's, listen, we're going to take a break here for just a minute because I got emails. People are emailing me. <laughs> Right, and I appreciate y'all that, I don't know nothing about that cash app, but whoever you people are that put money on that cash app, one of these days I'm going to get around to figuring that out. I appreciate it, but uh, that's another day. But uh, emails, if people send me an email, so I'm going to get take a break and read some emails from people. <laughs> and one of them sounds like something I might know something about, so that'll be fun to talk about that. Okay, bye. All right, man, another stroll down there to the water. I am a Scorpio. There's something about that water, you know, and something all about that shade. We're going to be doing a little ditty about all about that shade. It ain't all about that base. It's all about that shade. And it's beautiful here on the river in the shade. So now there are people that are emailing me, and I appreciate it. That's a... And, uh, of course, I don't know anything about it until I get here on the show. They turn on the computer, and now I get to hear about these emails. Wow, somebody. And my email, which we talked about before, is set up this one, mrwindy at mail.com. M-A-I-L. Not no squirrely shit. mrwindy at mail.com. So, people actually have sent me emails asking me shit about what I, I guess what I'm doing let me read, I want to read one of these emails real quick. The last one that I was reading before. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. God damn, I didn't bring my fuck. I can't read that. You know, God damn. God damn. Read it. Dear Mr. Wendy, my name is Shuri. S-H-R-I. What? Shuri. I'm contacting you because I wanted to kindly request you for a meeting or autograph. I've been listening to you since you were on K-Rock. Uh-oh. 
Um, and I've always wanted a chance to see, to just see or meet you sometime to get. No, no, stop. I know who it is. I know who it oh, is. Okay. Oh, my God. I, know I didn't get is. to the question, but. Don't, it don't matter. Do you remember when we were on K-Rock, that one guy called in, he had a French accent. He said, Mr. Bindi, what color are your eyes? My name is, and he might have said that. And I was just, he was asked something, he said, so what color are you? I said, my eyes are green, and that's not funny. And that's what we were doing, talking with Wendy. Even Gentry was there for that, too. And I hung up on that guy, and I said, that's not fucking funny, man. We're trying to do a funny show here. And now, he's found me on this show? Don't bang on the microphone. Oh, I'm not, oh, I was hitting the desk right here. Look, is somebody else been hitting that desk right there. I didn't do that. So... Okay, I guess here's what, oh my God, where, where do you spend most of your free time in the day is what he wants to know. I think it's the same guy that wants to know what color my eyes are. So here's where I spend my free time now. It's going to be in the 40s in this state in a day or two. That means the shrimp are going to be coming in from the deep water. That's when they get their signal to move into the shallow water. And they get up here and breed when the water's cold. Then when the spring comes, they go back out into the summer. That's the cycle. That means at Big Carlos Pass, at Little Hickory Pass, at, uh, at uh, Bunch Beach, all these places I know where there's shrimp, between Sanibel and Fort Myers Beach, you're going to be able to throw a net. When you throw a cast net <clears throat> and you're after shrimp, it's very exciting because you're not only hunting, but you're fishing too. You know, you're doing both. Throwing a, you're trying to find out where they're at and you're throwing a net. You know, you say you're not fishing. Yeah, you are. You're bait fishing. Only you're trying to catch big shrimp. You let the, the little ones fish shit. They eat popcorn shrimp. But in this case here, they fucking use the little ones for bait. Yeah, but then biggest is this. I'm going, here's what I'm going to be doing in my free time from now, Tuesday. From Tuesday, my free time is going to be at Port Myers Beach. Most likely Big Carlos Pass. Cast net and shrimp. Throw them in the cooler. And then sell them on the side of the road. All you got to do is pay a $10 occupational license. If it's seafood, if it ain't no good, it's fucking stinks and people know not to buy it. So it's all good as far as selling it goes. So sell shrimp on the side of the fucking road. You don't got to have no USDA or nothing. You see people selling shrimp on the side of the road all the time. They don't got nothing on them. If that fish ain't no good, it will stink. It will look, you know, see, yeah. So that's what I'm going to be doing there. Whatever your name is, Omar Kendahar, or whatever the fuck his name Surrey. is. Surrey. Surrey. Yeah, I'd like to hear his voice. If he says, Miss Chill Wendy. If he says, Miss Chill Wendy. Please do respond at your time. I will get back to you for sure. Thanks for everything, Mr. Wendy. Surrey, S-H-R-I. Well, I did respond. Does he want me to text him back? It's email. All right, man. Well, there ain't nothing like having somebody who was trying to make a pass at you 30 or 20 years ago. So let's see, Yano. Read me a note. Who, who's next on there? What does somebody want to talk about now? Ask me. Let's see. What could it be about now? That was the only one. Hey, see, that guy's a stalker. He's stalking me. That's the only one? Yeah. I wonder if he's that mystery person that put that $10 on my on my cash app. That was Josh from 7-Eleven. Oh, there ain't no surety then. No. You should talk about Josh from 7-Eleven. Josh from 7-Eleven? Meeting him? Yeah, he met him. When? I don't remember. Don't, don't say that. He said he met you. Well, he may know me. Okay, Josh from 7-Eleven. I'm talking to Yano now. Thanks a lot, man. 
Uh, and Yano says that you and I have met, and I'm trying to think which one, which 7-Eleven. It couldn't be way back in the 80s. It couldn't be the one on the beach. It couldn't be the one in North Point Myers. So I'm trying to figure out which 7-Eleven you might be at named Josh. So thanks a lot, man. Uh, I'll look it up. Try to find it. I'll ask everybody. There's a girl who lives across the street from me who works at 7-Eleven. I'll say, you know anybody named Josh? He's, you, you've met me. Okay, Josh sent me some money on my cash app, Josh, and I appreciate it, man. And uh, my cash app is dollar sign Mr. Wendy. And, uh, yep, I'll use that money and put it to good use, man, because I need a new cash net. My other one here is from last year, starting to get a little bit of sunburnt. Get me a new cash net, man. I appreciate it, Josh. 7-Eleven cash app. Right on, man. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And consumer access. Number 3030. Running on empty with Mr. Windy. All right. We got the neighbors over here that are now, I guess, whining that I'm being a little bit too loud. So I guess what I need to say is this is the running on empty, which is about to be running on nothing. Running out. Ran out. Goddamn everything going on. Goddamn all the restaurants. Everybody's closing up. But you know what? I'll be catching them fucking shrimp. If I got to eat them all myself and sell them on the side of the highway. All right. Trying to be quiet. This is my library voice. When I have to be, when I have to be quiet, I use my library voice. That's what I'm doing right now. There's people over there on the other balcony looking right at me. They can see my mouth moving, but they can't hear this. And it's like I'm back in the third grade. Bitches bust me every fucking time. Librarian, old hag. What's her name? Miss Ruggles, I think was her name. Wilson. No, it was Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Old librarian. And beat my ass with a ruler. So I had to be a ventriloquist to talk with my library voice. And she'd be looking at me and seeing my lips moving. She's trying to say, that son of a bitch is talking. I know it. She wants to come hit me. So that's what I'm doing right now. Because that old son of a bitch across the next floor over looking at me. He must be the one causing the trouble. Okay. Anyway, Mr. Wendy. We know, running out empty with Mr. Wendy. And as soon as I figure out how to continue on here, I will. But yeah, people fucking get pissed off or nothing. I'm not even fucking drinking. Drinking goddamn iced coffee. And pretending it's a white Russian and some bitch pissed off. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be done with it for a minute till I find somewhere where people ain't fucking pissed off me trying to run a goddamn show. Okay, bye. <laughs>